Hello and welcome back to the Five Back Podcast, episode 41. Before we get into this episode, I want to start off the show this time by saying like and subscribe to the podcast. We want to hit 100 subscribers by the end of the year. A thousand. We are almost there. Almost there. So close. I am, of course, joined by Ethan, a.k.a. T-Cat. How are you, buddy? Just great. Just great. And everyone's favorite. After a little hiatus, Liam Hill's <sighs> back. Liam, Liam Hill's back. How are you, Liam? I'm doing great. How are you, sir? Doing well. Doing well. Boys, we're kind of uh, we're kind of in an interesting spot for sports. Uh, nothing is really happening across all sports. You know, there's nothing exciting going on in hockey. This is free agency is pretty well come to a close. All the big names are off the market. Um, nothing is happening in football at all. Baseball is pretty stagnant until next week when it's the trade deadline. Soccer, it's only preseason. F1's about as predictable as it can be. So, have you been watching any sports throughout the summer just to, you know, keep your mind at ease? Or have you been taking a break, really, from everything this summer? Uh, I haven't really touched many sports shows, but I've been getting into a few good uh, Netflix shows. So More Netflix over sports during the summer, eh? Yeah. Do you count anything you've been watching? I know we talked about golf a couple. Uh, yeah. But all the big tournaments seem to have already passed, so... The only other one is, like, Formula One. But, like, every race is so predictable. It's yeah. just to see who comes behind Max, really. Yeah, yeah for sure. Liam, Liam, where are, the, where are the show recommendations you got? Well, I guess they're really they, – they're just on Netflix. But I people kept on telling me to watch Breaking Bad, so I finally did. And that was a now great show. Now you won't show. shut up about now, it. <laughs> it's such a good show, man. You like it? What would you rate it out of 10? Honestly, like, I'd give it a solid 9. 9? Yeah, it was really wow. good. Nine? I'm waiting for the boys' season 4 to come out or whatever it is. I'm waiting for season three of Top Boy. Yes, yes, for sure, for sure. The Boys is a good one, though. If you just watch Game of Thrones in the downtime, that's what I'm gonna do. It will get you. Start it. It will get you. Like best show I've ever seen. But yeah, let us know if you've been watching any interesting sports. I mean, like, uh, like there's not much like tennis. Like I'm not gonna watch tennis. I only watch Wimbledon. Um, I can watch UFC. Yes, you can watch UFC during Power Slap, maybe Power Slap. That shit looks. Liam, you seem to you you. Come across as a guy that think would think he could compete in power slap. Probably could. Do you th- you reckon you'd give it a shot? Yeah. That's probably the stupidest sport that's out right why? now. So that's why you think I'd give yeah. it a shot. That's just permanent brain damage. I feel like you already got so much that it, it wouldn't hurt to, to try and make a bag off a couple of uh, <laughs> Li- Liam's Damn. the type of guy to watch ESPN 8, the Ocho. Who's that? Have you never seen Dodgeball? It's a movie. <laughs> like with yeah. Ben Stiller? Yep. Owen Wilson, like the, oh the the cobra the yeah. purple cobras yeah yeah I've seen that movie yeah yeah I mean I don't think they have a dodgeball league but you know there's the Canadian Premier League you can watch though great league but but speaking we'll leave, of that we'll leave that oh. to later for right now because the big thing I want to talk about is probably the biggest signing the only signing left uh, that really matters in the NHL being Vladimir Tarasenko to the Ottawa Senators, $5 million for one year at, with the Sens. Liam, I know he was into, uh, in talks with the Sharks. I know they were interested. I personally thought that the the Hawks should get him. You know, Hall, Bedard, Tarasenko would be a pretty gross first line. Uh, he has 31 years of age. $5 million seems like a decent price for him. Obviously, they brought him in to fill that to bring Cat Hole. Just what are your, what are your thoughts on it, Liam? I mean... I couldn't really see Tarasenko in, in where, repping the Hawks jersey just because his time he spent with the Blues 
Um, but I think it's going to be a fantastic fit for the Senators. You drop Debrincat, you picked up Kubalik from Detroit, who's a solid guy. Then you signed Tarasenko for what I think is a great contract. $5.5 million for uh, bringing in a veteran presence, a guy who can still hang around and do what he does. I think like Tarasenko checks off the boxes of you know a sniper, a dangler gets in there. I think he's a good, great addition to the Senators roster. Any, any uh, thoughts, Dcat? I love Tarasenko. It's sad to see him go to Ottawa. Because I hate Ottawa, but <laughs> as you made that clear on on last week's clip that you hate Ottawa, but um, but yeah, like it, it's a great pickup for Ottawa. You know, slightly less hate them now. Yeah, but I mean, but you saved two mil. You saved two mil off, or I guess two point two five mil from what you would have sa- paid to bring cap. The only thing is, Tarasenko is very injury prone. Yes, yes, but do you think that this signing makes that to bring cat trade look a little better? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Depends on if he stays healthy or not. So, what do you think that first line is for Ottawa? Do you think to Chuck, Stutzel, Tarasenko, or you think Giroux slots up there some t- somehow? I think Giroux and Tuchuk could be interchangeable there. I you mean, don't think Brady Tuchuk is a first line forward for the Sens? Oh, I think I think he's first line. But if you're talking about who should be playing with Tarasenko, I I think Tarasenko could go on the second and bring Batherson up even. To the first line. To the first. I I don't know. I well, because you even have Kubelik there now too. Who yeah, I, and then you have like Josh Norris that you have to if think he's about. Health, like, if if he's healthy, another player that's struggled through an injury. But yeah, Sens are definitely looking good. Yeah. Definitely looking strong. I think that's a great signing for them. Um, Alima, a player we didn't really touch on last week that uh, I know we should have, but I guess you weren't here. Was uh, Philip Zadina. That was a player that I thought that the Sens should go for, uh, considering he's on waivers. He would be a great depth forward. Do you see any potential with with Zadina now on the Sharks roster? Well, there's literally one way I see this. It is a zero pressure kind of contract. He is zero pressure to to perform to a certain standard. We got him for one million dollars. We are in the biggest rebuild of our franchise has ever seen. Yeah. So we'll see what he does this year. Like I said, there's no expectation whatsoever. This year is just going to be a year where we test out a bunch of our prospects and and see what happens. See what happens Hope like, for that first pick. He he had a yeah he had a rocky start with Detroit, but yeah uh, he was a high pick and never really found his feet there. He got eight goals in two seasons. Yeah, which is pretty pretty disappointing. I think he went fifth or between five or seven. Yeah, yeah. So uh, in that we'll draft, see. who knows? Um, but just back to Tarasenko, I was going to ask, and I slipped my mind, but like, do you think there's, speaking of pressure, do you think there's pressure on Tarasenko in Ottawa to, to perform and lead them? Well, I wouldn't say lead them, but help them get to that playoff spot. They're looking pretty solid. I, I think there's more pressures on, pressure on the other guys than there is Tarasenko. Yeah. Like, you, you guys, you got, you're already there. Tarasenko is just a little step to push you, and if you can't work with that, yeah. then I, I don't think there's really much to go off. I don't. With a team like Ottawa, I don't think there's really any more pressure on the guys coming in than the guys you already have. Yeah. Because with what Pierre Dorian's done, with what DJ Smith has done, like their goal last year was only to to be close to making the playoffs, which they did. They had a little bit of fight towards the end. And I think this is the year to prove it. I think if they don't make it this year, then, you know, there's you, something wrong. You think that'd be a failure? I think it'd be a failure. But like I said, they have competition. I think Buffalo's going to give them a run this year. Buffalo yeah, is sure. a very nasty squad. We saw that last season. Yeah, I mean, so. Kane, Kane's still not signed. Kane is still uh, not B- Buffalo, signed. Buffalo, 
Yeah. Maybe in on that. That's Kane's one I'm interested to see what what's going to happen there. But TK, any thoughts on pressure? You think there's pressure on Tarasenko? I just think there's, like Liam said, pressure on the whole team. Like, if there's any year to, like, make their playoff push, I think this is it. After this, it's kind of just like a failure. Yeah. Because everyone's going to start leaving after that because they have such big names right now. And if you yeah. can't get it done, you're not really ever going to get it done. How many points do we see uh, the show putting up in Ottawa? He's definitely got the pieces around him. If he can stay healthy, he can he can definitely make a difference. I'd say like 70. 60. I was going to say 61. 61. You, 60? 60. I'll go on the higher end. I'll say, you know what, I'd say 70. Well, good thing Joel's not here. He probably says he's shooting for 90. 100 points, 90 season. points a career season there. But, you know, Tarasenko, good signing. Yeah. Cover athlete of my favorite shell game of all time. 17. Yeah. What a gross game. Yeah. Uh, definitely good. But do, do you guys have any any – I don't know. It's tough to say with the Kane situation, but any like destination you could see him going. Like, do you think there's a possibility he could come back to the Blackhawks? No. no. You think he he's done he's there? Gone. He's done, done there. Uh, honestly, he's so up in the air. I have no idea where the hell he's. I think everyone go. would just go to Buffalo because you know you know the interest is there. Mm-hmm. But you know it's hard to say really. Where yeah. He, like, would he go to a Cup contender? Would he, you know, go home for a couple of years? But when I think of Patrick Campbell, I think that he should retire Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. That's why I don't know how many years he left him. I think Kane's probably got two, three years left in him. You know, he's getting mm-hmm. up there. I, w- I want to say he's like 35, I want to say, 36. Or 33, 35. Yeah, he's somewhere around, around there. Around there. But um, I, I see him retiring as a Blackhawk. Whether he comes back this year, probably not likely. We don't know what cap he'll be commanding i mean you see kopitar gets seven million dollars that you know that's tough to like what what do you think kane would demand i could see kane going i could see him going for like a a mid contract like a a five to six million for one year with dallas and why dallas dallas i have them as my favorite to win the cup this year and why is that just they were on a tear this year. They they got unlucky with the 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 playoff run. Uh, they they still did well, but that team is crazy to watch. Yeah, Robertson, yeah. Um, hints, hints, high skin in. They're putting Heiskinen. the pieces together. There. Tyler Pavelski Sagan. is on having the back years of his yeah. his career there. But they they have Ben and Sagan locked into high contracts, yeah. and, and you don't know what what. You know what he's going to command. Because Kane's going to command. Tampa's on the downfall now. We've we're out of the Tampa era. It's a, we're yeah, we're era. opening the floodgates to a whole new. What if they just bounce back? Though? They won't. We can never say John Cooper's a great coach. You can never really know. But let us know where do you th- where do you see Patrick Kane going, and what do you think's a fair a fair price for Patrick Kane? It's tough to say because obviously he's been in a star the, his whole career in the league. He's 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 was. I mean, pretty well consistent his whole career until last year, which you don't blame him. We were basically an AHL team, but uh, it would definitely be tough to say. Um, moving on, I think this this is really interesting. I'm going to bring up a tweet here about the Calder race. I think everyone's – I think it's pretty obvious Bedard, if he lives up to the hype, is going to definitely win the race. But le- like, let's just read – I have a short list pulled up here. Let's just read some of the names that are competing with him. Like this could be – Probably one of the best rookie classes we see. Uh, we got Logan Cooley, who just signed his deal with Arizona, which is going to be huge for them. Fantilli, of course, Devin Levi, 
TCAT's boy there, Brand Clark, Luke Hughes, Matthew Nyes, Jiracek, Shane Wright, who I don't, I think is probably a bust. Uh, we have Edvinson there, Dustin Wolf, William Eklund, Olin Zellweger. So a pretty stacked yeah. rookie class coming in this year. And I think that really shows. I mean, even Dylan Gunther, who's not on there, if he can crack. I, well, I'm sure he can crack oh, Arizona. Gunther roster. was gross when he played with Arizona for a bit last year. Yeah, I'm sure he can crack that roster. I mean, they're god awful. But uh, I think this is definitely, definitely could be one of the best years we've seen in a while for rookies. I know last year wasn't the best. Veneers obviously deserved the caliber, but then you kind of dropped off with power and uh, Skinner there. But uh, if we take Connor Bedard out of this equation here, who do you think would take home that caliber? There's so many good names on there. Judging by what we saw in the short amount of time, I would give Luke Hughes a shout. Yep. Luke, I think Luke Hughes is going to even – I hate to say this because I hate the Leafs, but Matthew Nyes is up there too, I think. I, I think he could. I don't want to be biased, but Devin Levi, that <laughs> man is freaking unreal. We all know you're biased towards Devin Levi. You no, but him. he's still insane. Yeah. Like that's a great goalie. Yeah, and sure. on that Buffalo team, yeah, man's they're, gonna shine. They're gonna be. They're gonna be definitely a force to reckon with. Liam, I'm surprised you didn't say William Eklund. Are you not? If like, he was on any other team other than the Sharks, yeah, just because you guys are gonna be god awful, we're gonna be who? Who's he gonna be getting outlets? Now, do from? you think a year like this will actually stunt his growth, or could we see him take step, take a step up, take a step? It's hard. It's hard when you're on a shit team like that. Yeah, like, like to take that step that's sometimes necessary. Like who's for, even, for a pick like him? Like fuck it. There's Duclair <laughs> now. There's Carlson, Couture, Hurdle. Like we still have like all right guys, but they're all getting up there in age. Yeah. A little washed. A little well. washed, exactly. So, I mean, I'd, I'd be surprised. But, like I said, Calder doesn't take into account if you throw up 50 points on a god-awful team, right? Yeah. Like, that, yeah. The, yeah. where you're playing doesn't matter. Yeah, I, I, I would definitely agree with the uh, with the Luke Hughes shout for for uh, Calder. I think if I think he'll definitely get to be a th uh, top three finalist. I think it'll be Bedard, Hughes, Okay, well, and we know Bedard's going to win it. Yeah, without Bedard, I think Hughes will win it, but I think the nominees just going into this season will probably be Bedard, Hughes. And the third one's tough to say. Maybe Fantilli, maybe Cooley. Those could probably duel it out for uh, mm -hmm. for third there. But I think, I think Columbus might surprise some people this year. I think they're looking actually not dog meat. Line A, Goudreau. Fantilli. Yeah, and Kent you Johnson, you can't Johnson, Roslovic. Provorov on the back, Jack Roslovich yeah. too. Yeah, I think that's a team that could definitely, definitely Wrenski surprise. Yeah. Do you guys have any team in mind, any NHL team in mind that you think could could surprise a lot of people just seeing their their moves this this off season? Off the top of your head, someone went to Dallas like a big name, and I forget who, but I I saw I saw it and I was shocked because I Duchesne. Yeah, Duchesne went to Dallas. Yeah, eh? yeah, yeah. That's right. But I don't think I don't think Dallas will surprise. No, no, no. I was just trying to, to be good. But sorry, just uh, I don't know. I feel like Boston's gonna surprise everyone because everyone's expecting so low of them. Yeah, I just feel like they're gonna win because they, they always do well. You think they'll bounce back? Yeah. Liam, any team, any team stick out to you that could surprise? I think not really an off-season move, but if you count him getting signed to his entry level, I think the Coyotes are going to surprise some people this year. That's tough to say. That's tough to say. Coyotes are always dog meat. You know. Well, we I, say that about Buffalo. I think I think like an opposite surprise. I think the Kraken 
aren't going to be as good this year. No. I think they're going to take a step back, oh. if anything. But that might be a bold take. No, I want to see them get ragdolled. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Why is that? I, I hate the Kraken. Why? I just – I there's something about them I don't like. Well, let us know. Do you? Is there any team you think will, will take a surprising step forward or backward this year? Get those takes in now. It's always good when you – when you call something early before it happens. Um, moving on, we are going to do a little bit of rookie rating. And by rookie rating, I mean we're going to look at... Why you turn the TV off? Because I didn't want you to see his mess. We're going to take a look at the last 23 first overall picks. Oh, shit. And we're going to give them a ranking of... Let me get the tiers up here. Hall of Fame, Superstar... Below average total bus, significant contri- contributor, and too early to tell. Now, let me get the camera up here. I'll let you guys look at the list, start thinking a bit, and uh, and then we'll start it up here in just a moment. Living in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. yeah. Is there any tier that you see here that you think we should take out? Uh, below average should just go. Below average? I think below average is like if if you're below average, I think you're a bust for being a first rounder. That first, first overall. Or sorry, first overall. You know what I agree. Like, because then you have significant. Okay. Con- I think you you're either a contributor or you're a bust. Okay, we'll take. Or it's out. too early to tell. Or it's too early we'll to take tell. out. Um, whatever, whatever I just took out. There's gonna be a lot in that top spot. You know that <laughs> there right? is. It's gonna be. So where should we start, front or back? Let's start at the back. So Neil Yakupov probably gonna All be the easiest. <laughs> Easiest one. Oh, too early. Too no, early. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, bust, Fucking bust, bust. Total, total bust. I'm actually going to switch that tier because Neil Yakupov just deserves to be at the bottom. Yeah. Most memorable thing this guy's ever done was the knee slide, was the knee slide celebration halfway down the <laughs> the ice and on his first goal. And iconic celebration, horrible player. But I would debate, probably still iconic player yeah. for being so shit. Yeah. And that takes a special kind of player to do. <laughs> T-Cat, I'm going to let you lead the next one with Steven Stamkos as I go check the camera. Personally? What do you think? I think that's a Hall of Famer. He is a Hall of if he wasn't, If he was not on a team at, like Tampa, then I think you could argue maybe just in the Superstar. Yeah, but, but he also has his fucking like yes. Olympics yeah. and shit. He, like, he is a Hall of Fame. He is, yeah. He's, yeah. And injury prone. Like Stamkos is one of those players that – so good, but he's still, in my mind, I think Stamkos is still a little bit of a what could have been. Because I think yeah. he could have been up there with Ovechkin yeah. if he didn't get uh Because his shot so and release are unreal. His yeah. speed, unreal. He's still up there. Probably, yeah. yeah. Uh, Stamkos, Hall of Fame, for sure. Yurjai Slavkovsky. Too early. Too early. I think this season was definitely disappointing. Mm-hmm. But it's still. But you can always bounce yeah. back. Big build, power forward kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Definitely too early to tell for me. Any any thoughts on Slav? No, no you said it. it all. Here's an interesting one. Nugent Hopkins. Significant. significant I think Nugent Hopkins perfectly sums up this significant yeah. contributor tier. Yeah. Um, he's just been – he's not been a top – I. He's not been a first-line guy, but he's been a decent top six, yeah. second-line, third-line guy that, that chips in points. Obviously, we saw him with insane points this year, but that whole top six of Edmonton was bloated because their power play was just so yeah. disgusting. But uh, Yeah, Nuge hit like over 100 this year. Yeah, I don't think there's any argument to be made. No. Nuge, significant contributor. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Rick Nash. 
I would go superstar. superstar. Yeah. I, when in his prime, man, he's not. I wouldn't call him a Hall of Famer. No, I don't think Rick Nash is a Hall of Famer. No, 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 no he's but not. Rick Nash is a superstar. Yeah, he he uh, brought he, relevancy to Columbus. Yeah, um, he had saved their franchise. Years there, even in New York, towards his talent of his career, was still mm-hmm. solid. Solid uh, player and a there, big boy, too. and what, what, like, yeah, one of my favorite players growing up, which is just so random, but I think it's because I have his rookie card, like, it's always the little thing. I think I, I, I have like his, uh, I think London Knights signed Rick Nash card or something, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> in my card collection somewhere. So that's why I have a weird nostalgic connection to him. Next up, we have Owen Power. Now, I think we put this one in too early to tell, yeah. but yeah. he's definitely superstar caliber. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can see it in him. Mm-hmm. We don't even have uh, to talk for this. But I, one. I think it's too early to, to call power yeah. a superstar. Because yeah, yeah. there's still time. To no, two exactly. years, he'll be up there, I think, yeah. if he continues like this. Ovechkin, Hall of Famer, probably yeah. going to break the goal record. That will just be absolutely insane if he does. Um, I mean, there's not much to be said about Ovi. Greatest goal scorer of all time. Yeah. Dead stop. Anything to add, boys? No. Nico Heischer. Middle. Yeah, I would go significant contributor. He he has the potential. If he carries this pace he showed us last year, superstar. Where Mm -hmm. he is now, before this season, I would have put him as a bust. I thought he was dead in the water, whatever. Now he's picked it up, and I think we can edge him into that significant contributor category. I don't think he's he's past the point of too early to tell, Mm -hmm. right? He was drafted in 2017. Yep. Um, and for the first few seasons, he was rocky, but he's a he's a significant contributor to the Devils' success. Uh, I think I would agree. I think Heischer's on the border between significant superstar. I think when you look at that Devils team, the first name obviously you think is Jack Hughes. Yeah. Um, who will be an interesting one to get to when we get there on what we think, but I think significant contributor is is fair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, McDavid. Hall of Famer, man. Best player yeah. of all time. Yeah. Like, there's no there's no question. Mm-hmm. Um, we've never seen anything like him. Changed, he's, he's changed the game. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You, you see so much emphasis on speed, not that much emphasis on size anymore. Like, yeah. people are taking smaller guys, and that's because uh, speed is, is such a big factor now because of people like McDavid. Anything mm-hmm. you want to add on that one, boys? Said it all, son. Uh, Liam, I'll let, you, I'll let you have this next one. You can start us off with Austin Matthews. If you don't put him anywhere other than future Hall of Famer, I think you're doing a disservice to the guy. Yeah. Obviously, he's not McDavid level. The little debates about Matthews McDavid, it's not close by yeah. any means or any yeah. stretch of the margin. Yeah. But he will be a future Hall of Famer, and that is bottom line. He is probably one of the best shooters we have seen in this generation. With the puck, when he gets it on his stick and he has a lane to shoot, it is almost every time going in. For that reason and what he's going to produce, he's a superstar. Or sorry, he's a Hall of Famer. That's a, pretty much all there is. You can't. Buddy summed it up pretty well. <laughs> I thought you would have a hot take on, on Matthews, but I guess you like Big Poppy. Eh? I do like Big Poppy. I think uh, I think what we're seeing with Austin Matthews is what we would have seen with Steven Stamkos if he doesn't get it, if he didn't get hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah think for sure. Ma- Matthews reminds me so much of. Sta- I mean, Stamkos obviously got speed on him, but I think Matthews reminds me so much of young Stammer. That uh, I think what what we're witnessing with Matthews right now is what Stammer. Oh, uh, well, it obviously depends on like, the end of Matthews' career, but we're seeing the player closest shade, to Stamkos. Shades of Stammer was the last player you can think of 
who scored four goals in their debut. Against Ottawa. Against Fuck Ottawa. Ottawa. I know it's against Ottawa, but still, there's always that pressure of your first NHL Fuck game. Buddy yeah. came and shoveled four yeah. goals. I don't you know. What? That was, yeah. I remember watching that game. It was, Me too. It was watching great. that game, I'm like, what the fuck? It was yeah. great. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Next up, Nathan McKinnon. Just slide him up yeah. there. Yeah, Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Stanley Cup champion. I, I love McKinnon. Yeah, yeah I think. Oh, I almost think. I don't want to call him underrated, but I don't think he gets the praise he doesn't get the that, love. that he deserves. I, I feel like he's under like McDavid's shadow. Like we know Mac, like everyone knows Mac is good, but I feel like he doesn't get the appreciation he deserves. I mm-hmm. think that's just I think it's cuz Rantanen's equally up there. No, I would put him no, above Rantanen, clearly. No, like I'm clearing I, him. But I think the reason why he gets a little underappreciated is because you have a guy like Rantanen who is still doing like Yeah, but no, don't get me wrong. I think I would take McKinnon any day over Rantanen, mm-hmm. but it's like one of those set-piece conversations, right? Like it's the whole McDavid, Drysaddle thing, McKinnon, Rantanen. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Rantanen is still up there. Yeah. And I think that's why like you get into those debates a little bit. Yeah. I would definitely agree. But I, I do think Nathan McKinnon, you know, being from the same town as Crosby, being like, you know, I yeah, think yeah. – and like you said, Rantanen's there, but I obviously he's better. But I get what you're saying, McDavid, all that stuff. But mm-hmm. I think he doesn't get the love he necessarily deserves. But I think he's definitely not as much love as he should. I definitely think he's top three players in the league right now, yeah. mm-hmm. easily. Next up, Alexi Lafreniere, bust. bust. I'm willing to put this in bust. Too early to tell. Could be a shout, but we gave him his chance. <laughs> he's on a he's on a great Rangers team. Um, I remember when he was coming to the league, like everyone says, he's the most NHL ready player we've ever seen. No. Um, and he was gross. Like he was gross in his junior career. Mm-hmm. If you could, like, I don't know what went wrong. Like, why do you think it's not working for Lafreniere? I think he's just afraid, honestly. Such high. You can say it's it. a, it's a higher level of. He's a play. pussy. Okay, I didn't want to say <laughs> it like that. I'm trying to save the guy's feelings, but yeah, basically. No, he basically listens. So be nice to him. Sorry, Lafreniere. Sorry, laughing. Uh, so no, yeah, I just think he's too afraid to get hit and all that, like to get physical. Yeah, but get he's in a it. big man. He's a big boy. Like, he can I don't think him. he's that big. No, he's he's got. He's, no, laugh has some. He's tank. definitely built. He's definitely built. Laugh's sure. a bit of a tank. I don't like. I he's playing with good players. Like I think he might. Like, do you think he needs to move out of there to have any chance of rejuvenating his career? No, wherever he goes, man, it's like a Yakupov situation. I think. I don't think he's that bad. Man. I think if if oh, Lafreniere if Lafreniere, Lafreniere maybe gets a move, I think he needs a move and just try new setting, new surrounding. But it's such a high like, risk. Like I think you put him in Montreal. No. He'll. He, I think put Laf in Montreal. He I, will be outstanding. No. Not outstanding, but much, much better than he is right now. I also now. feel like he was too overconfident what? going into this. Would just, you? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Just thinking he would like do the same as he did in the queue. You know, just run over everyone, like, be that star player. Whereas, Even in the World Juniors. Yeah, exactly. He just thought he could do everything, but he cannot. There's Exactly. There's just something about him. It's not screaming like a whole Kirby Doc situation where if you shift him to another team, he's going to start performing. I think it might be, though. I don't know. I think you put him on Montreal, he could do the trick. But, yeah, but let us know. What do, you think, what do you think about Laugh? Uh, he's definitely an interesting one. Moving on to Ilya Kovalchuk. Uh, I think this is. I think this is a superstar. Superstar, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm interested to hear what you guys have to say, because obviously when he played in the NHL, he was good. But then, thank you. So many years away. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, he spent so much time in fucking Russia. 
just away. Like, I don't know if you could. It's just kind of shitty, you know? Like, for first, first overall pick, you want them to play. Not like, just his years a... in Atlanta were good. His years in New Jersey were good. He obviously got that insane contract there. But I think – I don't think he's Hall of Fame. I think – I would just say significant, personally. I would say superstar. No – I think he's definitely a superstar because he was definitely one of the faces – like, not the faces, but he was a big name in the league for yeah. for a while. Um and that he's definitely he's definitely back in his day definitely was a better player than Nugent and Heisher, that's for sure. So I think I put him superstar. Liam, you would agree? Yeah. And you would say significant. This is another. I mean, this is another inter- interesting one. Um, definitely interested to hear what you guys have to say about that one. Next up, no conversation needed. No, I was gonna say too early to tell, man. Hall of Famer Patrick Kane, best American ever, best winger ever. <laughs> no, behind Ovi. Uh, there's but, something uh, I would say. Normally, you could say best left winger ever. <laughs> but Ovi plays left wing. Did you say? One, two. Yeah, well, Kane also. Got yeah, it is about Kane's it. Right. Yeah, we're not getting into right schematics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is another one you don't need to talk about. Patrick, don't say it to Cat. Don't. <laughs> he beat the case. He beat the case. Accusations. He beat accusations. the case. Uh, <laughs> he's Kane he's definitely. <laughs> yeah, because he's just, you know, it's just jealousy, you know? Just jealousy. Patrick Kane, Hall of Famer, no doubt. Damn, I wish I had good lawyers like that. Um, <laughs> okay. He beat the case. JT. <laughs> JT. Superstar. John Tavares. He, I think he's past the threshold of significant con- contributor, and he's just straddling the superstar margin. I wouldn't say JT's any stretch of the means a Hall of Famer. He had his time in with the Islanders, and I think that time the, passed. And time passed, yeah, and I think that's where it would have really determined or solidified I, I, I just don't see him being a Hall I think, of Famer. I think if he stayed with the Islanders, I think he would be viewed More. mostly because of the mark in Toronto and all the pressure. I think he'd be viewed as a way better player than he is now. Yeah, It's, it's hard also to put him in superstar, contract. though, because, like, he what, was, what, though. He was, though. Like, at, in New York, he World was World Juniors, Olympics. Like, he's – when you look at, like, the whole aspect of hockey. Oh, you're, you're, you're vouching for Hall of Fame. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, you look at what he's done over his whole career, some of these guys will never see that. I mean, Madden also still put up 80 points on an already stacked uh, Maple Leafs lineup. He's better than Kovalchuk. That's all I'm saying. I'm happy in leaving him at Superstar but calling him, like... I am I- too, I'd say but... put him in front of... Uh, put him there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Top-tier Superstar. Top-tier Superstar. I don't, think, I don't think John Tavares is Hall of Fame, but uh, another, like, this is... This is why this is an interesting list. There's a lot of, like... Wiggle room. Yeah, and there's a lot of interest. Like, a lot of people I can see disagreeing with that. But I definitely think John Tavares, superstar, no yeah. doubt. Um, Jack Hughes. Future Hall of Famer, man. I'm going to go superstar for now. After, after one good year. I that's why I'm going superstar. Because he didn't do the best for a while. Okay. Started to really pick it up. Mm-hmm. I now, don't want him to fall back off. Now, could you say the same about Heischer? I He's better than Heischer. He is better than Heischer. But Heischer is, is not all – he's a two-way man. I see what he, you're saying. He's a two-way but man. He does did, stuff defensively. He, but I guess in order to be a superstar in this league, it's all about the flashiness and those goals. Exactly. So I, I, yeah. I think I, – the only reason I'm questioning this is because I think we are harsh on Heischer, but I think – Superstar for Jack Hughes is yep. definitely fair after the season he's had. He still has a long career exactly. ahead of him. Wait. And, like, his job is to be flashy and score. Yeah. Like, yeah. Sorry, who's the guy? Oh, is that Slavkovsky in the first of uh, Too Early to Tell? Yeah. 
I thought that was Bedard. What? what? No, sorry. The jerseys threw me anyway, off. Bedard's first. What? Shut up. What do you think about? Uh, what do you think about Jack Hughes? I would have put him future Hall of Famer, but I know you boys disagree. I uh, just something about him. I just need another year out of him. Yeah, we need to we need to see him do this consistently. We need him to marinate more than one year, Hall of Famer mm-hmm. for sure. Uh, Taylor Hall, significant contributor. I think that's definitely exactly where he belongs. Hart Trophy winner had some great years in in Edmonton. Played with like six first overall picks, but uh, I mean that year that year that year with New Jersey was special. And then again, you take a look at his work with Team Canada. I don't think you guys are really taking that no, into account. I don't think Hall is not a superstar. Nah. Hall has been Hall. Well, I, I feel like it's listen, closer than you think. I don't think he was a waste of a pick. I think he probably should have. St- like in hindsight, you still would probably take him one, maybe three. Like you take him one to three. But he was on a he's on a god awful Oilers team for so long. I think he's definitely a significant contributor, even though he's won the heart. If he got drafted, if he had his startup in any other team. I think his career would have gone way different. Yeah, but I think I th- I'm happy with him there. I think that's, I that's where he's. Yeah, I could. I'll keep him there. Keep him there. That's another one. Let us know, Taylor Hall. What do you think? Where should he slot in? Uh, we're gonna move on now to TCAT's favorite goalie of all time. Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. Mark Andre. No, no discussion. No discussion. About that. One of the best goalies to watch, uh, for just pure entertainment. Growing value. up. Best goalie Chicago Blackhawks legend. He is better than Price. He is Mark Andre Fleury is a better goaltender than Carey Price. We're gonna clip that. This is the, that's gonna that's gonna be on TikTok. That is a horrible. That is horrible. Yo, take. Back me up. I can't say anything because I am a biased Fleury fan, and no matter what, look at, look at the resume. I know, I know. Sk- skills, yeah. Skill set, obviously, very important in this discussion. Who's the who's the naturally better goaltender? So why why did Marc Andre Fleury never get the number one spot for Canada? He did. When for one game? Was it not 2010 Olympics? That was Price. Oh, I thought oh, they that sh- was Luongo even. I thought they switched between Flower with with where know, their careers have ended up. Yeah, I know. I'm pretty sure it was Price. With where their careers have ended up, and everything into account, could Carey Price have been uh, the better goaltender? Hundred percent. Flurry just takes all the Life gets in the way, though. Horrible take. Okay. Horrible take. Life gets in the way. Wow, that's you're gonna hate my take on the next one too. Then. Wow. Ekblad. Bust. Aaron Ekblad. What? Bust. Aaron Ekblad. I was gonna put significant. I was gonna say superstar. I was gonna say significant. Aaron Ekblad is a bust. No. Total dud. No, no, no. Total dud. I almost feel like we should get Jacob on the phone for this. Like. I'll call him right now and tell him. Yeah. See. See. See if you can get him to pick up. TK and I will discuss this. Aaron Ekblad has been a solid defender. Uh, obviously, he's struggled with inter- uh, injuries. That's why I would say significant contributor. Because but, of the injuries. And he's been out so many times. But like, It's hard to put him up there. I don't. Because when has he ever been top defenseman? In I don't the think, league. I don't think he's been a top defenseman. Exactly. I think he's been top maybe. So, and those are superstars. Hey, Jacobs. Put him on speaker. I'm putting you on speaker. We're recording the pod, and I need to tell you something to hear your take on it. Tell him what we're doing, though. So we are – Ethan Connor and I were going through first overall picks. all the first overall picks in the past, like, 20-some years. 
and uh, we are ranking them from there's future Hall of Famer, superstar, significant contributor, um, too early to tell, and total bust. And we got to Aaron Ekblad. Where where would you as a Florida fan? Where would you as a yeah, yeah, Florida yeah. fan put him? He was on. He was on, he was on voicemail the whole time. Jacob, can oh, you hear me? A brutal call. Brutal, brutal call. Jacob, Hello. can you hear me now? Oh my God! What a failure! Oh, what a failure of a calling. Get <laughs> <laughs> him off. Okay, tell him again. Tell him again. Can you hear me now? Okay. So, Ethan, Ethan, Connor, and I are going through the past twenty or so uh, first overall picks, and we're ranking them. So we have there's future Hall of Famer, superstar, significant contributor, uh, too early to tell, and total bust. Okay. Where would you yourself, as a Florida fan, rank Aaron Eckblad in those tiers? Okay, so like Thank I said, you. like I said, Liam, tell him where you want to put Eckblad. I put Eckblad in a bust. Put him to the mic. Put him to the mic. Forty points a year. Okay, but he's not a superstar. But he's not. Thank you. But I, I, I think he's just too injury prone to be like an actual like moving member of your team. That's what I said. Significant contributor. But he's in between them because when he plays, he's a superstar. But then he's too injured. So I'd put him in between bust and contributor then. No, he's a significant contributor. Okay, that's what okay, we'll put thank, thank, thank you, Jay, Thank you, Jacob. Thank you for your shout. See you, buddy. That was our phone a friend there. That's a Florida Panther fan himself. Significant contributor. You. Kind of what we were saying. Nowhere near a bust, for sure. Okay. Uh, but if we want to talk busts, mate, like, I don't even really know. Eric Johnson? Eric Johnson, like, you know, significant. Yeah. Like, he hasn't, he's not been good, but he's just, he, he, he hasn't been good. He's there. He hasn't been bad. Exactly. I think Eric Johnson, you know. Fuck, if I was calling Ekblad a bust. No, yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not a superstar by any means. He's, he does a good job. He's kind of comparable to Ekblad, as in, like, what they did. Like, what they did. But uh, I think significant contributor for Johnson for sure. Uh, next up, I believe this is Rick DiPietro. Fuck. Um, we'll just slap him in there. Worst <laughs> contract yeah, in HL no, history. You got to put him in the Hall of Famer for securing the bag. Yo, man. Man's finesse Honestly, shit. like, probably next to Neil Yakupov, maybe like Daggle and them, like, or even Lindros, one of the most iconic first overall picks ever for the wrong reason. Well, like, damn, I respect that. Yeah, get that bag. Get that bag. And he's just like, okay, like, they offered it to him. Like, why the fuck wouldn't you take it? Liam, why are you singing in the mic when Dijak's talking? Sorry. That's I, incredibly rude. Wow. I was saying bag. Five likes and Liam won't come back. Bag, man. <laughs> uh, Liam, any thoughts on DiPietro? I think he should be Hall of Famer <laughs> because of the contract he secured. Yeah, that, Still whoever, getting paid to whoever, this day. Whoever his agent is, that's wow. Master class. Wow. That's where all the salary cap for <laughs> the Islanders went. Liam, you can take this one as well because I know you're a big fan of him. Rasmus Dalin. I think we need another solid season out of him, but I would, I would argue on the team he's at. I think you could throw him in superstar level if we're throwing Jack Hughes there. I do not think so. Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa! If you guys threw Jack Hughes there and he only had one productive season, Dalene, 
could have won the Norris this year. Jack Hughes had one solid season. We're putting him superstar. If you don't think Dalene should be up there next to Jack Hughes, two different positions, obviously, then I think both of them should be moved to I, I am inclined to agree with Liam. I think Dalene is a superstar. But T Cat, if you make a strong case, I could be I could be convinced. No. Okay, no, superstar. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna throw in the towel on this one. Superstar. That one's a tough one. One's a tough one. Sidney Crosby. Yep. No need. Future Hall of Famer. We t- discussed last week's pod and if he was even underrated. Um, but yes, Liam. And yeah, there's nothing to say on Crosby, and I think you should take this last one because there's only one spot he should really be slotted into. Crosby. Let's finish on Crosby. Oh, sorry. Hall of Famer, no yeah. doubt. TCAT, thoughts on Crosby throughout the years? Magical. Magical. So much joy. I don't like him. Now, the next one falls to me with Car- Connor Bedard. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You don't like Crosby? No. The golden goal, did that mean nothing to you? <laughs> did that mean nothing to you? The greatest <laughs> moment in Canadian sports Look history? Why do you not like Crosby, Liam? I just think he's a little snot-nosed rat. Oh, my God. So is Eric Carlson, but... Anyways... Connor Bedard, we have not seen him take a fucking stride yet in the NHL. And he's already Hall of Fame bound. It's too early. It's way too early to tell with Bedard. I'll swallow my pride. We we don't know how it's gonna go because Lafreniere was supposed to be the next big thing. Look how he turned out. Yeah, Di no. Pietro. I think that's disgraceful. <laughs> Bro, Bedard has not played a single game yet, but I can confidently say he's going to be better than Lafreniere. Yeah, I know, but like, yeah, that was kind of disrespectful. That we no, even no, just no, said no, those names. That, that was way off. That no, was. I'm no. sorry. Listen, that. Uh, wow. I don't, I don't even want to mention those two in the same speech again. I think it's disrespectful. We have Slavkovsky the same grouping as <laughs> Bedard. Honestly, well, we haven't even touched a puck. He hasn't even. But you, you know? get what I'm saying. Slavkovsky got that. Dog he was supposed him, to be the next best thing, and then just. Slavkovsky's not even like third game playing. He got, gets like a misconduct cross check to the back. He's like Joe Felix. <laughs> <laughs> but I think Bedard too early to tell. Definitely. Undo P. Uh, for sure. So that is our that is our ranking uh, for the end of this list. Let us know what you agree with, what you disagree with, what changes you would make. It's very interesting to have this conversation. But uh, we'll uh, call it there and we're going to move on to something the boys have been working hard on. Now, right. T-Cat doesn't have a full team because he was, you know, known later. Well, really, I want I wanted to st- top five. Uh, you're starting five for your, well, for you, the Vancouver Canucks, for Liam, the San Jose Sharks, for me, the Chicago Blackhawks. Our favorite teams, what our all-time starting five would be. Then Liam went out of his way and made a whole fucking team. I misheard you. I, I apologize. So we all went up with whole team. I have four lines, three D, three goalies. T-Cat has three lines. How many D? Three Ds. Three Ds. And yeah, three D pairings. Three D pairings and uh, three goals. And three goals. So everything but one and fourth line. So we're going to put together our all-time best team for each of our favorite teams and then see who's is the best. Liam? We have to start with the original six. I think you got to go first. So mine's yeah. tough. With Chicago being such a historic franchise, I don't know any of these players. Like, some of them are, like, born in, like, 1940 or, like, Freaking 1942, 1930s. I wasn't born back then. I don't know how good they really were. But I think I did a good job because, of course, I know some of these players. They're legends. You hear things about them being a fan of the team. If I'm missing anyone, let me know. We're going to start off with the the first line for the all-time Chicago Blackhawks. Patrick Kane, Jonathan Taves, and Bobby Hull. 
will be our first line. Our second line, Stan Makita, Jeremy Rodnick, Ronick, sorry, and Marion Hosa. Third line, Patrick Sharp, Dennis Savarv, and Steve, Steve Larmer. Fourth line of Phil Esposito, Alex DeBrincat, and Artemi Panarin. Brad at, at the fourth line. Uh, our decor consists of Duncan Keith, Chris Chelios, disgusting top pairing, Brent Seabrook and Doug Wilson, and Nicholas Yarlamson and Keith Brown. And in goal, Ed Balfour, Tony Esposito, and Corey Crawford. What a outstanding a, team. I love that. Let's let's be real. That and team absolutely shags any team. Fourth line. Fourth line has some some new guns in there, but I think uh, you can't forget what they did. You know, they were they were definitely gross. No. I'm not putting Brendan Saad in this team or anyone like that. But <laughs> let me know if you think I missed anyone. Like I said, I probably missed someone from the fucking 1800s. But like I I, I never watched them play. Did any of us really? No. But uh, we'll move on. To TCAT, let's see how your team compares against that. So, like you, I didn't put any people I didn't fucking know. If I'm being honest, like I don't, I don't give a shit about these random ass people who played when we had the ugly ass V jersey. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm being honest, I don't care about them. That if they aren't known, who cares? So, top forward line, Pavel Bure. He played and with the V. Okay, but he's actually good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the Sedim brothers. Valid. Yeah. Then next line we have Marcus Naslin, Trevor Linden, and Matt Sundin. Oh, nice. Sundin. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then for my third line, my last one, we have Alex Burrows, Ryan Kessler, and Lice Pedersen. Ooh, Pedersen sneaking in there. For defense, first line we have Quinn Hughes. And Kevin Bieska, you know, going to get that grid in there. Then we 11. have, exactly, Alex Adler, Dan Hamuse. And then Tanov and Sammy Salo. Ooh, Sammy Salo, what a shout. And then goalies, Bobby Lou, Kirk McLean, and Ryan Miller. Ryan Miller? Yes. Played for the Vancouver Canucks. Yes. I would have went Roberto Luongo. Corey Schneider, Eddie Lack, personally. Okay, but they did not do well in Vancouver. That's the thing. Yeah, Schneider did Schneider's good. more of a... I would Devils. Devil. Yeah, that's valid. But I think um, Eddie Lack should definitely I be fucking hated Eddie Lack. He brought me so much pain. Damn. Damn. <laughs> well, he did play for Vancouver for three years. Yes. Who? Oh, 9-11 save percentage, a 9-16 save percentage, a 9-14 save percentage look, for Ryan Miller. Look at fucking no, Ryan Eddie Miller Lack. was actually gross in Vancouver. Look at fucking Eddie Lack. Well, Eddie, that Eddie. man caused me so much pain. Was he? He was during the 2011, eh? Him and Luongo? Well, yeah. Well, let me, let me look at Corey Schneider because that's who I would have put in. He had 9 9-15, 9-29, 9-36, 9-27. He didn't seem but, that but, good. Okay. He did not seem that good. Okay. Trust me. Okay. No, no, please look at it. Oh, you want me to look up Eddie Lack just, right. just for the sake of it? Look up Eddie Lack. Eddie Lack. He was lacking. Let's see what we got here for the Vancouver Canucks. 9-12, 9 So, actually, he only played two years. 9-12, 9-21. So, yeah, Lack shouldn't have been there. But Corey Schneider definitely should have been in there. Kirk McLean's better. For sure. Though. But, yeah, 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 for sure. And then personal choice yeah, with Miller uh, Liam so 
Unlike Ethan, who only generated. Okay, put your fucking dogs away, <laughs> first <laughs> of all. Unlike Ethan, who only generated like a three line house league lineup, I got all four lines in here. So, all right. First line Sharks all time. Ryan Klo. Joe. Ooh. See, no. See, what? Ryan Klo? You don't know Ryan Klo? No. no. What the fuck is Ryan What the Klo? hell? You don't know him. Who the hell is Ryan You Klo? don't know Ryan Klo. You're what? actually stupid. How do you spell that? R-Y-A-N. Yeah, I know it's about Ryan, you dumbass. C-L-O-W-E. He played during like the Patty Marlowe, Joe Thornton prime. Okay, let me look at Ryan Klo. See if I should know this guy. Let's see. San Jose well, Sharks. for the Sharks, you should know him. He put up 34 points, 8 points, 52 points, 57 points, 62 points, 45 points, and 11 points for the Sharks. Yeah, wow. Real, real, real memorable, bud. Who? The Sharks are 25 years old. He fucker. didn't even put up a 30-goal season once. Can you let me get through my line? Jesus Christ. You, you put fucking DeBrincat. Yeah, yeah, at least they had a 30-goal season. Anyways, keep going. Ryan Clough, <laughs> Joe Thornton. Owen Nolan. Do you know who Owen Nolan yes. is? Yeah, but why isn't Patty Marlowe on your first line? Danny Heatley. Pavelski? Then he Danny Heatley. Joe Pavelski. Patrick Marlowe. That should be your first line, if anything. Devin Setaguchi. Logan Couture. Jonathan Chichu. Martin Havlat. Tomas Hurdle. And Tommy fucking Wingles. Tommy Wingles! Tommy Wingles! For the iconic... <laughs> what the fuck? He didn't put up points, but Tommy Wiggles <laughs> deserves to be on the fourth. I know fourth. who that is. Just Tommy Wiggles deserves to be on the fourth, Bro, man. There's a guy I forgot, Tommy Wiggles. Hey, he put up more points than Ryan Close, 63. Or that's penalty minutes. <laughs> oh, my God, look at the rocks that he put up 18 points. The disrespect you're giving Ryan Close is unbelievable. No, he's not that good. Look at his fucking penalty minutes. The disrespect you're giving Ryan Close is unbelievable. I think Tommy. What, what about Joe Ward? Okay, so fuck. What the fuck did you just say to me? <laughs> the goat. <laughs> Your fucking defense. The, the goat. The fuck did you just say to me? Joe Ward, bro. Did you say Joe Ward should be on the fucking Sharks all time, bro? Yes, bro. Let me let me pull up Joe Ward's stats real quick. Joe Ward played for like our cup run. San Jose season. Sharks, forty-three points, twenty-nine points, twelve points. The goat. Okay. Before I get to my defense. Oh, and, and oh bottom, fuck. Here we go. No, no, no. The disrespect you guys have been giving the Sharks. The Sharks aren't like a Chicago. They they haven't been through it all. At least I'm putting players that reminded me of my time growing up with the Sharks than you who put on some dead fucks you don't even remember seeing. T-Cat had a passionate list. Players he remembers. T-Cat didn't even have a full line, bro. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you told me as I stepped in this yeah, door. Yeah, 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 Actually, yeah, 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 you know, you need a full can fucking I, roster. Can I get into my rest yeah, of my team? Shit out of defense. Defense, Dan Boyle, Brent Burns, Doug Wilson, Mark Edward Velasic, Matt Irwin, and Scott Hannon. Goalkeepers, Antti Niemi, Evgeny Nabokov, and Martin Jones. Honorable mentions. Wait, what were your goalies? Uh, Antti Niemi. Yeah, yeah. Evgeny Nabokov. Yeah. And Martin Jones. Yeah. Honorable mentions. Rafi fucking Torres. <laughs> Bro's most noble thing was slicing Eric Carlson's heel <laughs> in two. Brendan Dillon. Timo Meyer. Brendan Dillon. Eric Carlson and Demirs. Jason Demirs. So a shout. I, I think you guys are disrespecting Ryan Klo a bit too much. Um, Bro, I just pull up his stats. He was he's shit. 
have you not met my for, team? For first line, though. Have you not met like, my why team? Why is Patrick Marlo? Marlo not on your first line? You put a Ryan Klo. Have you not met my team? Your f- second line should have been your first line. Facts. Okay, but we're ju- we're just doing all time. I don't. This order can be juggled around. I think fucking Devin Sadaguchi with what he did with us could be on the first line there. Well, I think it's definitely safe to say I have the best team. Well, obviously. Then T Cat and then Liam. <laughs> yeah, but th- that's the thing. It's you can't say one team is better than the other. Well, you can obviously if your team yeah. played any of ours, you're sh- you're shagging them. But that's yeah. the thing. Chicago has much more history than the San Jose Sharks. We are an expansion team that started in the 1990s, yes. right? Like, what pool are you having picking players from? Like, when I, when I, before this, when you said, when I said Doug Wilson to you, you're like, oh, we played like 20 seasons with Chicago, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And then he only had two with the Sharks. But the two we had with the Sharks were some of the best things we've seen from defensemen on San Jose's roster. Yeah, for sure. Sure, Joel That's just, a passion we were missing. Yeah. Joel, well, Joel just texted me. I could be there in 10. Have you guys started? <laughs> Buddy, fuck. we're about to go rip some Russell House League soccer. For real. Like, I'm I'm a bit, you know, offended about the Ryan Klo comments, but hey. Oh, that's okay. Who? That's okay. <laughs> Literally. Any, uh, any, uh, anything you guys want to bring up before we hop into the quiz here? We have a few uh, few minutes to burn. No, no, no. We, we, we need to get we, to the quiz. I think we just, um, no, we, we hop into the quiz. Okay. Some of us have to. Shit. Yeah. Oh, you have to go. With the, you have to go poo poo. Yeah, Liam, you have to go poo poo. No, I, I. No, no, I don't have to shit. You do. I need to go pick up some Gatorade. Oh. Oh, you're buying the team Gatorade. Actually, my pick. You guys, you boys want some Prime? Michael got <laughs> Prime. Circle, little Circle K run or what? You literally brought watermelon Prime to no, our. Megan did. Why? She loves you. Okay, lo- let's go. Let's go. What's watermelon this? sugar. Hi. You don't need a buzzer. Oh, you don't need that. a buzzer. But uh, we're going to do a higher or a lower again. Oh. Uh, so it's going to be all three of us as a team. No. Oh, just one after. As the few can make it the farthest. So I'm going to show you two players. You have to tell me who has the more most career goals. Oh, shit. Out of them. So uh, this is, of course. Okay, get your fucking dogs away from me, Liam. <laughs> Yo, like, can, can I scooch over near you? You don't like the dogs? No. Hey, man. AIDS is a serious... Just ask uh, Freddy Mercury. Why is that the guy you don't trust? Because he was the lead singer Queen. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that movie, Bohemian Rhapsody? When I think AIDS, I think Magic Johnson. <laughs> You know what? That's kind of true. I'm sorry, is that like an odd thing to say? <laughs> is he like the poster boy? Dude, that, he's or the poster. E-Z. We are not talking about poster E-Z. boys. For Straight out of Compton. <laughs> Excuse this brief interruption. More like straight out of the ER. I got AIDS. Okay. Oh, damn. Um, so, set up. Fucking hell. Guess which player has scored the most goals in the NHL? Who wants to go first? I will. Basically, I'll, I'll bite the bullet. You just have to put up a high score. This is from all eras, so. Oh shit! Here oh, we go. Like everyone plays one, like yeah, yeah, one round. You have to set the high score. Oh, oh. Okay. oh so do you okay. still want to go first? I, I can start us off. Okay, Liam, you set the tone. Here we right. go. You have Pitt Martin or George Armstrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have put Pitt in my team. Who do you think <laughs> should I do? Has more goals 
Good old Pitt Martin or George Armstrong. George Armstrong. <laughs> he just looks like a guy who scores. 322 for George Armstrong. 351 for yeah. Pitt Martin. What is this? We're going to give Liam no. We're going to give Liam another go cuz he has to get more than 0. Okay, okay. Here Oh, for God's sakes, I'm not watching no free advertising. <laughs> Did any of you know who those fuckers no. were? No. Leon Dreisaitl or Evgeny Malkin. Oh, fuck. This is a good one. Uh, I know the answer. Uh, I think it has to be. I think even though he's played short, I think it's dry. I think dry. You're an Dreisaitl idiot. over You're an Malkin. Dreisaitl 298. No Malkin 525. You're an idiot. One more Holy chance. Holy shit. Sorry, 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 is he ever stupid? Sorry, sorry. Like, bro. Yeah, oh no, Malkin's been Malkin there since like five what? years. Okay, Pierre Turgeon. Pierre Turgeon. Tom no. Lysak or Pierre Turgeon? Pierre Turgeon. 550 Turgeon. 317 wow, lines. You got past zero. John Tonelli or Pierre Turgeon? Pierre Turgeon. John Tonelli comes in at 365. Doesn't beat 550 for Turgeon. That's two for Liam. Matt Duchesne, John Tonelli. John Tonelli. John Tonelli over Duchesne. John Tonelli is 365. Duchesne coming in at 315. Liam's up to three. Duchesne or Perron? Duchesne. Duchesne, 315. Perron, 305. Liam's up to four now. Perron versus Bob Bourne. Perron, 305, Bob Bourne, 298. Liam is up to five on his third go still. Rick Cahon, Ricky who, or Bob Bourne. <laughs> Rick. He's going with Rick. 375, Jeez. he gets it. Rick Kehoe or Marion Gabrick. Rick. Rick over Gabrick. Gabrick coming at oh, 439. Fuck. And Liam... High score is six. T-Cat, you got to beat that. What the fuck is James Gordon in the background? <laughs> T-Cat, you got to beat six. Can you do that? No, you go. I'm going to go. Okay, never mind. Connor McDavid or Sidney Crosby? I'm going with Cross. Good man. 609, McDavid, 297. Not even close. Didn't even have to think about that. Hedrick, Zetterberg, or Sidney Crosby? I'm going to go with Crosby. Zetterberg, 394, 609 for Crosby. I'm up till two. Matt's Nasland. No idea who the fuck you are. You got a shit haircut. Zetterberg, 394. Nasland, 286. I'm up to three. Cam Neely. Or Matt's Nasland. Was Cam Neely a defender? Yep. Fuck. How good was he for Vancouver? He wasn't in your list. I think Cam Neely beats Nasland, but that's just me. Oh, fuck. It's the battle of the receding hairlines. Cam <laughs> Neely. 452. Holy shit. Are we sure he was a defenseman? No, he was a forward. Red team. Verbata. Why are you getting all of the Versus Cam Neely. This is the easiest one. I'm up till five. Verbata with 292. Eddie Olchuk. I'm Eddie Olchuk The best EA sports commentator. Eddie Olchuk. I'm going with him. 361 over Verbata. I have matched our Liam's score. Of six, Vasilevsev Kozlov or Eddie Olchek. We're going with Olchek. And I'm out. We both tied at six. I'm tied. Six. We have a two-way tie at six. There could be a tiebreaker if T-Cat cannot pull through. You ain't getting to six, bro. Kozlachukovev really surprising me there. Here we go. T-Cat. Dickie Moore. Oh, <laughs> Easy start. Ovechkin 882. Dickie Moore with a measly 307. Get your bread up. Give me Ovechkin. He's primo versus Alexander Ovechkin. Should we just spoon feed him? <laughs> Ovechkin, of course, 882. Keith Primo or Peter Stasny? Keith Primo is 284. Keith Primo. 
He's going to go Keith Primo over ah, Peter Stasny. Fuck! Ah, Peter Stasny, 483. T-Cat gets two. <laughs> let me go again. Let me go again. <laughs> no, me... no, no. You got Liam two. went three times. Yeah, but Liam didn't get past zero. You got past zero. I basically didn't because I had two. OV. You got two. two. Come on. You come on. OV, You're done. Yeah, I know. That's off. what I'm saying. I barely... Tie. basically zero. Tie breaker. Honor. I think it's fair. No, we yeah. can't give him again. It, yes, you yes. choked. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You have to deal with your choke. I want my retribution. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's tiebreaker okay. between me and Liam. Joke when I was calling me on FaceTime thinking he could still make the pod, buddy. We're already at an hour. Here we go, do Liam. Do you want me to call? Liam, you want to start? Or do you want me to start? You start. Joel Pavelski versus David Perron. Joel Pavelski for me, 499 over 305 for Perron. Butch Gorling or Joe Pavelski. I'm going to go with Big Joe, and I'm there. 413 for Butch. Glenn Murray or Butch Gorling. Uh, I'm looking here. I like Butch's helmet. It looks a lot better than Glenn's dusty-ass haircut. <laughs> We're going with Butch, and he beats some. Glenn Murray, 357. Butch, 413. Brian Samolski <laughs> or Glenn Murray? Well, if I'm being honest with you, Liam. He doesn't look like a goal scorer. <laughs> I can't tell where Brian Samolski has finished. I'm going to go with Glenn Murray. 357 yeah. over Samolski's 297. He's on FaceTime with Joel. Joel, buddy, we're already an hour in the pod. And I'm bossing the quiz. Get the hell out of here. Brian Samolski, 297 or Jacques Lemaire? Well, Lemaire had some good years with Montreal, <laughs> but Samolski's a Chicago legend. Fuck it, we're going with Jacques. 427 over 297. Shane Doan, Jacques Lemaire. Shane Doan, 417, Jacques Lemaire, 427. I am out. Ronaldo's telling me off. My score is five. Can Liam Hill beat that? Here we go. A five to become the Scattergories Five Back Podcast Quiz Championship. Here you're starting off with Alex Tangay or Bill Gurren. Alex Tangay. Alex Tangay, 302. And Bill Gurren, 468. That means your champion of the Five Back Quiz is me. Liam couldn't get past zero for the fourth time. And that's going to round out this episode of the Five Back Podcast. Leave a like, subscribe. Let us know what you thought of this episode. We want to hear your opinion. Boys, anything you have to say before we go? Stay puffed on three. One, One, two, two, three. three, Stay stay puffed. puffed. And we'll see you next week. Leave a like, subscribe. 100 subscribers by the end of the year. 1,000. And we will see you next week. Goodbye.